This is another episode of Stand Up Comedy, your host and MC, celebrating 40 plus years on the fringe of show business. Stories, interviews, and comedy sets from the famous and not so famous. Here's your host and MC, Scott Edwards. Hi, and welcome to this week's show. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast. Right now, I'm going back to something I did a little over a month ago, and that is taking one of the TV shows I produced and bringing it straight over to the podcast in audio format. Now, it's been mentioned a couple times that I had a short TV series on uh, local network television in 1991-92 called Almost Live at Laughs Unlimited, and then in the late 80s, 88-89, I had a full 26-show series, again, on a local affiliate, and it was called Laughs, and it was a live taping of the shows and then presented on television. This was before the evening at the Improv and some of the other shows that uh, came a bit later. It was kind of breaking new ground, but since it was only local, only local people saw it, so it didn't really take off, but we sure had a lot of fun producing it, and the entertainers seemed to enjoy uh, doing the television productions. So uh, let me tell you about this week's show. Uh, It was originally aired in 1988. It was part of the Laughs TV series, and this is a terrific one. It features headliner Tim Bedore closing the show, and there's a video presentation put together by my partner Bob Stobner and Carlos Alizraki. You may know that name. He's the voice on several television cartoon characters and was also one of the stars of Reno 911. Well, he does the voiceover, and then the character, Tony King, uh, is played by my partner, Bob Stobner. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. We also have comedy and rap entertainment of Phil Bauman, something a little different. And opening up the show, one of our favorite regulars at the club, this guy came in all the time, started off as a featured act, ended up headlining our shows. I know you'll enjoy him. Let's hear it for Frank Prinzi. Here's your host, Scott Edwards. Another wonderful crowd here at Laughs Unlimited. Welcome to Laughs, ladies and gentlemen. We have a great show coming up for you. Right now, let's get right in with the comedy. Our first act tonight is a good friend of ours. In fact, we know him as Uncle Frankie. Goes way back to the beginnings of Laughs Unlimited. He's out of San Francisco. I think you'll enjoy him. Let's have a nice round of applause. Our first act tonight, Frank Prinzi, right here. Frank Prinzi. Thank you. Very nice to see you all. I'm feeling kind of strange myself. The other night I had an out-of-body experience. This is true, I was lying in my bed and all of a sudden I just started floating up, up. It was real scary though because I have one of those ceiling fans in my bedroom. I can't sleep anymore. my biggest problem right now and I blame my diet. I've been buying a lot of those deep-fried pork skins. I'm not eating them, though. I'm just trying to reassemble a pig in my apartment. I had an Easter egg hunt in my apartment. It's really kind of tricky because I live alone. I just hid the eggs all over and then banged my head on the wall until I forgot where I hid them. 
It was weird because last year I banged my head so hard I forgot I hid the eggs. <laughs> I've been saving my money though. I got big dreams, big plans. I don't know, I figured out what I'm gonna do when I win the lottery, I got it all planned. Since I have to wear these glasses when I drive and I hate wearing them, I think if I win that lotto thing, I'm gonna get my windshield done in my prescription. <laughs> you know, when you get older, have bifocals put in. And after that, I'm going to open up a chain of all-you-can-eat restaurants that deliver. <laughs> That'd be great, just call them up late at night. Uh, yeah, we'd like some more. <laughs> Big truckload of beef pulls up, it'd be great, man. My mom used to scare me about food, and that wasn't fair. My mom used to tell me that mayonnaise could kill you on a hot day. You know, she never explained to me how or why or when this mayonnaise was going to kill me. So now picture me, I'm a little kid sitting home alone on a hot summer day. Just staring at the refrigerator door. Thinking it's going to spring open, big jar of mayonnaise on my juggler van. Like, no! In fact, to this day, I'm afraid to leave the knife in the jar and turn my back. It's like... Oh, oh. I got back and my mother dead right from birth. I had a very large head when I was a kid. In fact, this is the same size head I was born with. I used to tip over a lot when I was little. And it got worse. My parents would take me down, you know where those street artist guys draw your caricature? You know, for most kids that's really fun. I remember this artist guy sat me down, he drew this real big head riding this little bicycle. Underneath he wrote actual size. Uh, I was the baby of the family, which was very depressing. Because I, I was spoiled, I'll admit that. I mean, my sisters, they were older than me, strictly disciplined, and I could do what I wanted. I was out with my sister one day, we were just horsing around, you know, and she broke her leg, and my parents had her destroyed. <laughs> then in junior high, it got very scary. That was a weird time. They used to make us guys take our swimming class naked. And can you imagine that? Some guys are like men already. You know, I got the hair on their chest, walking around the pool, flaunting their manhood. And there's some guys that are like little boys still, with very large heads. <laughs> we used to pick on the teachers in junior high. That was fun. I had a teacher once, the guy was out for like half a semester because he had to have one of those pacemakers put in. You know, the day he finally came in to teach class, we all brought our garage door openers. Now I'm older, I get my fun in other ways. I've been flossing a lot. Do you guys floss? Waxed or unwaxed? But my dentist recommends the unwaxed because it inflicts more pain. I use fishing line. You just leave the fish right on and just yank it right through there. In high school, I was kind of a nerdy guy. I used to wear a little floss dispenser right on my belt. It's known around campus as floss, man. <laughs> Stay away from me, tough guy. I'll make your gums bleed. I was ahead of my time, though. I tried to organize this floss across America thing. Just one big, huge piece of floss going all the way across the country. Everyone comes up and just hooks their teeth on there. 
and goes back and forth. <laughs> Whatever food flicks off, we give to the hungry people. You guys have been real nice. Thank you for listening to me talk. Thank you. Nice round of applause, Frank Prinzi. We'll be right back with more laughs and Tim Bedore. Thanks for joining us back at Laughs. We hope you're enjoying the show tonight. We have another uh, great entertainer for you tonight. He's been working all over Northern California. It is his first time here to Laughs Unlimited, but I think you folks will enjoy him. Let's have a nice round of applause. Phil Bowman, right here. Phil Bowman. Well, I'm the human beat box for blocks and blocks, and everybody rocks when I rock the box. Well, my name is Phil, and I dress to kill. All you ladies in the house just can't sit still, because I'm a sex machine. I'm an M16. I'm a 12-gauge lover, if you know what I mean. I'm the hippest cat. I'm where the party's at. I'm always chilling, never illin', baby. It's like that. Don't touch that dial. I'd walk a mile to bust you out with my devastating style. There's a on the roof, let it burn. I'm like a doorknob, everybody gets a turn. All right. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, music is my life. Music is my life, it's true. I went to go see Tina Turner in concert, and okay, I love Tina Turner, but she has a hairdo that's out to here. Right, all that air. I went to the concert, I sat in the second row, and I left the concert going <laughs> See, because she has a hairdo that's... Okay. Uh, I went to go see Bob Dylan in concert. And okay, I like Bob Dylan, but let's face it, Bob Dylan is a terrible singer. It's like, uh, once upon a time, you dressed so fine, you threw the bums a dime in your prime. But didn't you? How does it feel? Bob, it doesn't feel too good, okay? I bought the new Bob Dylan album, and if you play the new Bob Dylan album backwards, you can actually hear the devil saying, Bob, shut up. Oh, but I love music, I love music. People used to tell me that I look like Julian Lennon. I used to say, thanks, you look like Yoko. Oh, what else? My next door neighbor bought a dog. Well, it's not really a dog, it's a poodle. I don't like poodles. To me, a poodle is just a piñata of the living dead. You just want to bust it open, see what's inside. But no, I love animals. I do, I love animals. When I was a little kid, I wanted to grow up and be a... Uh, not a zoologist. What do you call them? They work with animals. What do you call them? No, not a veterinarian. I wanted to work with animals. I wanted to be a butcher. Um... What else? What else? Well, my girlfriend broke up with me. Yeah, I know. Thank you. My girlfriend broke up with me. And it's funny, she broke up with me the day after I had her name tattooed on my sister. But she broke up with me. She broke my heart. And it's funny, she's from Berkeley. And everyone that's from Berkeley is into health food, right? My girlfriend made me dinner one time. She made vegetarian meatloaf with tofu, okay? And now, I don't want to say what it tasted like, but I rubbed her nose in it so she wouldn't do it again. <laughs> oh, what else? You know, I, I don't know, I think, I think I need to go try and find myself. 
a prostitute. But before I go, before I go, I want to share something with you because I think my problem is there's not enough love songs anymore, right? You turn on the radio and it's all rap music. So I wrote another rap. I wrote a love rap, and it goes like this. <clears throat> Yo, I am the one all the ladies adore. I love them to death and they still want more. They cover up my body with kisses galore. I got a rocket in my pocket and it's ready to roar. Now I must confess, my love's the best. I look into a mirror and the mirror says yes. I am hot like a microwave oven. Would you like to try some new wave loving? Delicious, come and taste my love. It's so delicious. Ooh, hey gang, boogity bang, can you hang with my love thing? My baby, she loves me. She always gives me kisses. I said, yo, baby, do you know what this is? I'm Phil Bowman. Thank you very much. Good night. Bowman, ladies and gentlemen, Phil Bowman. <laughs> that was Phil Bauman doing a little comedy and a little rap for you, a little comedy rap. Hey, you don't see that very often. And uh, we opened the show with Frank Prinzi. Hey, I'm interrupting this uh, exact uh, audio version of Laughs, the TV show from 1988, just to explain that this next piece was a video drop-in, and it was a fake promo for uh, Tony King, who was this character we created. And in this particular piece, I know you won't be able to see it, but it still, I think, carries some uh, humor. Uh, Bob Stobner, playing the part of Tony King, is explaining about his luxurious mansion, and he pulls up in a limousine in front of this beautiful mansion. And as he goes in the door, the joke is, it's a small motel room. And uh, that was the visual aspect of the joke. But the voiceover is done by Carlos Alizraki, who is a very famous, good uh, entertainer and good actor. You've seen him, as I mentioned, on uh, Radio 911 and does a lot of uh, voice characterizations for television. So sit back and enjoy this little video interruption. And then we get back into the TV show with our headliner, Tim Bedore. We'll talk about more about him after a set. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Here comes our little... TV excerpt. Well, hope you're enjoying the show right now. We're going back out in old Sacramento and find Tony King with the home video of the week. Take it away, Tony. So, Scott, Scott, this is Tony King here, poolside. Folks just out here catching a few rays, you know. Well, anyway, this week on home videos, we got something special for you. Last week, the people over at Celebrity Snoopers, you know the TV show? Well, they came over to the house and they did a special bit on me. And I'm going to show it to you right now. So here it goes. Ha, 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 ha. Hello and welcome to Celebrity Snoopers. Today, Celebrity Snoopers finds us snooping in on a man who's been called the world's greatest entertainer. Mr. Tony King. Mr. King, of course, is the world's top singer, dancer, actor and Amway distributor and has a major following of huge proportions. His fans are everywhere. But in the quiet, peaceful surroundings of the Hollywood Hills, Mr. King enjoys a rich, elegant lifestyle in this beautiful 24-bedroom classic-style mansion. A wonderful retreat secluded away from his millions of adoring fans. Let's see if we can get a word in.
Wonderful man, I'm Mr. King. Mr. Oh, King. Hi there, this is Tony King, the world's greatest entertainer, and I'm on Celebrity Snoopers. I'm just so happy to be here. But listen, folks, I'm going to show you my brand new 24-bedroom Beverly Hills mansion in just a second, but let me take care of a little business here, okay? Uh, here, that's a t beautiful $1 bill for you right there. You just go, you just don't see money like that in Beverly Hills anymore. Okay, uh, now you go ahead, get the car back to the owner before he finds out about it, all right? You just go ahead and take off, and, and you guys follow me, because I'm going to show you the house here in just a second. Uh, I... Isn't it beautiful? Do you like it? It's my own place. I own everything in this place, including this. I own, I'm very proud of this. This I really love. Now, follow me into the house. I'm going to show you everything. Follow me. Come on. Okay, we're going to go in the house here in just a second. I want to show you something. This is, I'm real proud of these. These are my guard deer. They're real killers. Believe me. Believe me. Don't even try getting in this place. Oh, this is it. What do you think? Isn't it lovely? Okay, this way. Follow me, folks. Okay, let me get my keys here. All right, we'll go in. And let me get my key here. Here we go. We're in. Come on in. I gotta get that thing moved. Ah, uh, come on inside, folks. Welcome to my fabulous 24-bedroom Beverly Hills Mansion. I know some of you have never been in a Beverly Hills Mansion before, but don't worry about it. Make yourself at home. Feel comfortable. I know some of you are saying, you're saying, hey, Tony, it sure looks a lot bigger on the outside than it does on the inside. I know that's true. It's just the way they designed them. Um, come on over here. I want to show you some of the big things. Now, remember, don't touch anything because it's all very valuable stuff. Let me show you. We have a lamp here. I got in Folsom, California. To and so we leave superstar Tony King in his fabulous Hollywood Hills home. Be sure to join us next time on Celebrity Snoopers when we'll visit a Beverly Hills gymnasium to watch Jane Bond a sweat. I bought that thing. Put that right back down here. Well, that's it, folks. How do you like my place? Isn't it great? Okay, well, folks, we got something extra special for you right now. A commercial. We want you to stick around for more laughs. Scott will be right back after this. Bye! We'll be right back with more laughs right after this important message. Ladies and gentlemen, our headliner tonight, a very funny gentleman. He's a good friend of ours who goes way back. In fact, he got to start right here in Sacramento, KZAP Radio. You might have seen him early on with Tony King as his uh, home video of the week, The Big Big Cow. This is the man that produced that video. He's very, very funny. I think you'll enjoy him. How about a nice round of applause? A good friend of ours, Mr. Tim Bador. Right here, Tim Bador. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's nice to be back in Sacramento, working here at Laughs Unlimited. I know enough about Sacramento to know there is somebody here from Orangevale tonight. I knew you were here because I saw your car. Pinto with a spoiler. I saw it out there. Had the Orangevale mentality bumper sticker on it, said I may be going slow, but at least I'm ahead of you was on the front bumper of the car, so I think you can say. Well, this is a nice crowd. These are the hip, the happening young people of Sacramento. And I want to see if you agree with a fashion point of mine. How many people think Ted Koppel should part his hair somewhere near the top of his head? Do you agree with me on this? Here's my thinking. Nightline is an important show. These are topics we should all be learning about, but I can't concentrate because I keep looking at his head going, Ted, you're a geek. Move that up there. Come on, let's go. <laughs> He's got a full head of hair. He parts it right here. I don't understand that at all. Let's talk about some of the odd, wacky things going on in our country 1987. The Gary Hart deal comes right to mind off the bat. How many people think it was such a bad thing that he did if he had that affair? Do you think it was a tip? See? I'm not saying, I'm not saying adultery is a good thing, 
But my God, he's a 51-year-old guy. He got a 29-year-old blonde in bed. I think he should get some credit. I think I really... See? Yes. You want a president with a sex life. You really do. You want a president, you know, he's with a 29-year-old girl, he rolls over, goes, yeah, let's call Gorbachev, let's get him on the phone, come on. That's what you want. And besides that, adultery has been a time-honored thing with the Democrats. Now look at it. Jefferson had affairs, one of our great presidents, FDR, had a long-term affair, four-term president. John F. Kennedy had affairs, he had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. And to go to show what moral character he had when he had Marilyn Monroe, he shared with his brother. See? <laughs> Jimmy Carter didn't have affairs, but he had lust in his heart, and of course, hearts in his pants and everywhere, so... But look at the Republicans. Look at the other side of the coin. Republicans, Richard Nixon, didn't even sleep with his own wife. He didn't even sleep in the same room, and look what a psycho puppy he turned out to be. Look at that. Jerry Ford... According to the reports, about seven or eight years after they got married, Betty just said, uh, you're doing something wrong, you're hurting me, this is embarrassing, just stop it. <laughs> of course, Ron and Nancy is too gross to think about. So, <laughs> I think the best story of the year so far, the Oral Roberts deal. What a great thing. This... What a gutsy guy. He tells his followers, you have to donate $8 million or God will kill me. And I said, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. This might prove to me that there is a God. Yes! Can we all say that together as a group? Yes! Because I think if there is a God, he's ashamed by what these guys do in his name and he would get upset and he would say, hey, Oral Roberts, eight million by the end of March, you're dead. Falwell, nine billion by tomorrow afternoon, you're dead. Swagger, dead. Niedermeyer, dead. Niedermeyer was an animal house, I got carried away, okay. But still, what is he saying? That if we don't give him money, God's gonna kill him. I think we should all write him a bad check. Wouldn't that be fun? He gets, he gets down to the deadline, he's short, you know, all of a sudden all these checks come in, I have the money, Lord! Well, the checks are going to bounce and time's up, Oral. <laughs> Does anybody believe in this faith healing stuff? I had a dream I was a faith healer, 10,000 people out there. They wheel a woman up to me in a wheelchair, as opposed to what? I guess a little red wagon would be demeaning. <laughs> it was a wheelchair. And I said to her, do you believe in the healing power of God? Uh, with two Ds, that's how they talk, I don't know why. She said, yes, with many S's. I put my hand in her head and I said, you're healed. And I snapped her neck. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I lifted her head back up straight, it was kind of hanging off like that. I said, uh, your neck is healed, go on, get out of here, lady, you're bad news. Jim and Tammy, Jim and Tammy, this. Jim and Tammy Baker, yes, sir. Tammy, Tammy Faye, has been in drug rehab 16 years. She's been hooked on painkillers, and I think 
she looks so strange because she was out of it when she put her makeup on. I think... <laughs> Eyebrows, here, okay. Makeup, paint roller, there we go, all right. Reverend Baker said that the affair was the will of God. I think it was the will of a much smaller entity, actually. I don't think you can blame that on God. 40 days, 40 nights of rain, that's God. Plague of frogs, that's God. Having sex with a secretary in a motel room in Florida, that's not the will of God. It's not divine intervention as we know it. May have been divine, may have been intervention, but it wasn't divine intervention as we know it. But seriously, folks, you've been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tim Bedore. We'll be back with more laughs right after this. Commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Bedore. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd like to thank all the other acts that are with us tonight. Tim, thanks a lot. Thanks for watching laughs. I hope you had a good time. Thanks, Tony. Bye. Good night. <laughs> that was Tim Bedore. You may remember we did an interview with him earlier in this uh, podcast series. Very funny headlining comedian now out of Minneapolis. And uh, he has his own podcast, The Agnostic's Guide to the Universe. If you want to check it out, it's very funny. Tim was a regular at the club for many years. And proof of that was that he appeared in our TV show, Laughs, in 1988. Well, that concludes our podcast for this week. I sure hope you enjoyed it. We're enjoying producing these for you. Uh, brings back a lot of great memories. Be sure to tell your friends and listen to other shows and let us know what you think. Thanks. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Stand Up Comedy, your host and MC. For information on the show, merchandise, and our sponsors, or to send comments to Scott, visit our website at www.standupyourhostandmc.com. Look for more episodes soon and enjoy the world of stand-up comedy. Visit a comedy showroom near you.